The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. <laughs> hey, 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 Curtis. Hey, 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 Curtis. Hey, Curtis. We, I heard about you today. Bev told me all about Curtis. I sure hope that's the name I and got I do right. know a Curtis, but I, you know, lots of Curtises. Um, but if uh, whoever you are, Curtis, you are awesome. And we have something special just for you. Why is this? And it will be here very shortly. Ready? As it's being prepared, and here we go. See what you did? <laughs> See what you did there? See what you did there? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bogart that. <laughs> That's perfect. So now we perfect. probably need to explain that to our listeners. Well, we had a listener who saw our ad about the program and <laughs> just mentioned that he had a nickname for us. That was... The stoners, <laughs> <laughs> which we love. <laughs> and I said, what does that mean? <laughs> and I had to have it explained to me, um, which my good friend here explained it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I love Those it. I love it. Days in the very, very far away past. <laughs> um, but I was a good girl. I, I was, was not. <laughs> Oh, we could just go so far with this. Oh, we could. Ah, just talking about our lives, talking about our past and our struggles and our troubles. All right. So today, (laughs) we are still Lynn and Bev. And together, we're always stuff. And we're brought to you every Thursday morning, WTBR 89.7 FM. At 8.30 in the morning And this morning we did it again Husband gives me a kiss goodbye And says gotta go Gotta go listen to your show (laughs) That 
is just that's really cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I asked Greg if he listened, and he said no. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're going to just have to get him to listen. No, that's okay. I can't uh, talk about him if he's listening. Oh, this is true. But yeah. I think he knows. Because <laughs> I think you tell him. I do. I do. I think you tell yeah. him. So the holidays are coming up. Well, there, well there, There's holidays coming well, up? Well, there's always holidays coming up. Because I have the, the, the holidays, the fun holidays. Okay. So the holidays, so today, the day that we're recording uh-huh. is uh-huh. February 23rd. But this is not the day you're listening. You are listening on March, is it first, the I, day that they'd be I listening? Don't, I don't have Oh, because it's, um, is this a leap year? Are you sure this is the 23rd? Is it? Yeah. Uh, oh no! Today's the twenty second. That's what I thought. Oh, you know why? Because Mary's right. I've got the old holiday calendar there from last go. year. So uh, today looking. is the twenty second that we're recording. But today, for you out there who are live listening right now, other or, than or, dead listening, wherever you are, it's the 29th of February. Okay. It's hard to say February correctly because the R's in there. February. It's uh-huh, February. Uh-huh. But I used to always say February. Uh-huh. If you say it fast. Feb. February. It's Feb. It's Feb. So for those of you that have a leap year birthday, a happy birthday anyway. Okay. Because. Uh, it's not me. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we're going to start today while you're listening, the 29th. Sure. Which isn't in my calendar. <laughs> 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest of three of for February. It has 28. So is this a leap year? I don't I don't pay attention to I that. I think it is because it's usually 28th, except for the 29th is a leap year. I have nowhere to jump. So oh, I hope I don't. this is right. I, I hope this is right. So I don't have a holiday for, I don't have a, so it's a, it's a leap year. It's a happy birthday to those who were born on the 29th. Big shout out to those because they only have a birthday every four years and they're four years older today that's right so they get to be one age for four years cool and then yeah I if think it works great well it works in theory yeah yeah so march 1st which is a, a world compliment day <gasps> march 1st is also plan a solo vacation day Ah, remember, oh. remember I went, oh. remember I went yes, for a yes, week yes, to yes, Kinderhook yes. Lake yep. and my, hu- I called my husband the first day and I didn't know if I could do it and be, you know, what a wuss I was. But remember I went kayaking every day and I made mm-hmm. myself dinner and I didn't watch TV and it was really great. The second old stuff day, the third, I want you to be happy <laughs> wait day. A minute, wait a minute. The wait second a minute. is old stuff day. So wait, that's, is that us? I was just going to say, <laughs> That's our day. <laughs> yeah, we're old stuff. We should celebrate. We should. That's a Thursday. Oh. No, it's not. No, no, Mary, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a Thursday. It's not. It's only March 2nd, which is old stuff day. March oh, 3rd God. is I want you to be happy day. March 4th is March 4th and do something today. The 5th is learn what your name means today. The 6th of March. Oh, oh, March 5th is also Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. Cinco, Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Marco. Oh, dear. 
Then it's Dentist it Day. It can't be Cinco de Mayo. Well, it's Cinco de Marco, it says, M-A-R-C-H-O. Oh, okay, So because yeah. the other one's in May. S- yeah, it's my <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> we got married on that day. I don't know why. We just uh, we didn't plan it that way. The sixth is the Day of Dentists. It's Dentist Day. I, 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 I can't go there. So does that mean that you go to the dentist, or does that mean that your dentist has the day off? I just think... Anybody who wants to do I that know. kind of a job uh, is a little well, yeah. twisted. <laughs> <laughs> March 7th is Alexander Graham Bell Day. And we'll go to the 8th, which is Proof Reading Day, which I is would an, enjoy. The, you, you, I bet you would. I bet you are a good proofreader. I, I do that a lot, yeah. Um, I have my daughter proofread the article that I do in the Berkshire Eagle, and I always think that I, I've got it right. I've got it right. And then she <laughs> proofreads it. <laughs> She's great at it. She, it's the you need somebody like that. The spelling, the grammar, the, yeah, no the hyphen. punctuation. Yeah. The, yeah, it's really helpful. Okay. All right, on we go. I have three... True or false, and two are true, and one is false. Number one, Galapagos tortoises can go up to a year without water or food. Wow. Number two, pizza was invented in Rome, Italy. Number three, there are... 359 muscles in the human body. Hmm. Two true. Well, actually, I'm wrong. One true, two false. I know one of these that's false. And I'm guessing on the others, but I think I I might have it. All right, we will repeat that at the top of the second half of our show. Uh So, my dear... I just got back from Texas last night. You were down in Texas, were you? I loved it, and I love that you know how to do that. <laughs> I love it because it works. You it, bite down on it, your it finger. It does, it does. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. We went to the National Rodeo. We went for three days. It was great. Where in Texas? In San Antonio. Okay. Oh, I love San Antonio. San Antonio. And our friends live way out in the yonder, uh-huh. out in nowhere land, which is nice because the there's no boonies. traffic and it's quiet. We were sitting there talking and this huge wild turkey just went walking across their yard. And <laughs> it, it just, it's just so peaceful mm-hmm. and quiet. And uh, we, um, we also went horseback riding for three hours. I'm still sore. Um, <laughs> let's say that's an understatement. I'm in agony. <laughs> she didn't bring her donut either. Um, um, yeah, that was uh, interesting. Mark loved it. He's not sore. So ah. that just shows I'm out of shape. Wow. I'm out of shape. Yeah. Because we didn't just walk. We rode. And um, when you're not used to doing that kind of riding, it's real rough on everything oh uh-huh. and we both got massages at the rodeo you know you sit in a chair and you put Was your that head before down or after the riding before <laughs> man this little girl this little girl her arms were so strong she cut into my back into the chicken wing parts and i tried to be i tried to be like strong and tough and i'll tell you it hurts so bad and it's not supposed to hurt i had to say to her oh honey you got you're strong she said, oh i'm so sorry my shoulder blades are killing me. Wow. <laughs> Maybe so she was trying to help you fly. <laughs> you 
think? <laughs> Spread those wings, honey. So we're back. Okay. It's good to be home. And you have a theme for today? I wanted to te- I wanted us to learn some stuff today. Okay. So I looked up um, different different surveys that had been taken and the in the in the majority answers to the surveys. Oh, okay. So this particular question was about the cloud. The cloud. Uh-huh. Internet. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The the cloud. And in a 2012 survey about cloud computing, yeah, many participants actually thought they were being asked about weather. Oh, rather than computing. A full 51% believe that the cloud is related to either weather, drugs, toilet paper, white cloud. Oh, I didn't get get that one. Or pillows. The survey also recorded pillows. pillows. 22% of people admitted to pretending they knew what the cloud was. And 17% pretended to know how the cloud works during a first date. What? Ever that, that means. means, yeah. Although many individuals seem to be in the dark about the, what what the cloud re- actually is, the survey showed that ninety seven percent of those who took the poll are actually using the cloud in everyday life and sure. don't know it. And don't know they it. don't know what it is, where it is, what it does, where it exists. It's hysterical. In just a few weeks, the poll gained two point five million social media impressions and two hundred forty million news impressions and on twitter there were 9000 conversations surrounding this survey so it says wow it says so it says for anyone still having trouble understanding this dense topic the name <laughs> cloud is a metaphor rather than an actual cloud right right the idea right. is that one is able to access remotely hosted data from their smart device and it has nothing to do with literal clouds. Do you know, I'm kind of proud of myself that as soon as you said cloud, I knew what you were talking I'm about. I'm proud of you, too. You're yes. smart. Yeah. You're, see, we, we may be older, but we know these things. You yeah, know, we a do. A lot of times people don't think that we know these things. And we know we things that we didn't know we knew. And then we don't know things we thought we knew. <laughs> I know. Especially, like, that guy was in that movie. You saw that guy. The guy oh, that was yeah. in Oh, she, she, he played with those girls, those, you know, that band. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. Okay. And, and the information that you knew yesterday. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. I can remember 40 years ago, but I can't remember yesterday. I have a special show today. I am not going to follow my usual way of doing things. I, All right. I have a wonderful book that I found. It's called, actually, Stuff. No. You should know. Really? I love it. It is. It's called Stuff. Stuff you should, you know. should know. An incomplete con. Compendium of mostly interesting things. <laughs> mostly. Mostly. By Chuck Bryant. And, and, and I found this chapter that I, I, I just adore. I, I, I have to read it. And it's a whole chapter. So I'm going to do it in little pieces so it's not like, you know, on mm-hmm. and on and on. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 the title of this article is How to Get Lost and Seven Ways to Stay Like That. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Do you want to hear an astounding number? 
65,439. Sure, it's not so astounding on its own, so you have to know the context. That's the number of search and rescue, or SAR, missions launched for people who went missing inside America's national parks between 1992 and 2007. 65,000 people? 439. That's basically the entire population of Jupiter, Florida. So there's more coming. Can you imagine being lost in, in the National Park? No. I can't. We were talking about it this morning, my husband and I, and we said, if you go hiking and you're afraid of getting lost, take a dog, take, take your phone, take your GPS. Take some water. Water and food and a blanket. And a shotgun. And, and, and maybe a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be terrified of the animals. Well, they can all climb trees, too, so that doesn't help. They can, and I would be afraid, too, of, you know, exposure Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it can get really cold Mm -hmm. at night. Uh, And bugs. Yeah. yeah. So I think the thing to do when you are in the state park, oh, you really can't do this. You can't spray paint the trees to mark your trail. No. (laughs) No, no, you'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Just stay on the path, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Stay on the path. Yes, yes. Don't wander about. If you got to go wee, just turn the corner just of the tree and wee. Stay there on the path there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. You ready for this one? Okay. HTML. Yes. People thought it was an STD. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. I... Struggled with this one, whether or not I wanted to talk about this, <laughs> but it just... It's outrageous. It says a study in 2014. That's not too too long ago. No. I mean, I know it's 10 years, but still. No, no, no. Discovered that 11% of them... I mean, if this had been done in 1990 I or 1985... It. Yeah. A, stu- I got a, st- a study in 2014 discovered that 11% of Americans believe that the... Tech language, HTML, is actually a venereal disease. About 2,400 people over the age of 18 wow. participated in the survey by matching several tech and non-tech related words with a selection of possible definitions Okay, and said it was okay. that. that. That's weird. So it's not. So what are, what are the uh, side effects? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, yeah. (laughs) Over a 15-year period, there's nearly 12 lost people per day. One every two hours who just went poof and disappeared into the wilderness somewhere across America. Like I said, astounding. Fortunately, the period of time people are typically lost for is rarely ever very long. The average search and rescue mission for a lost hiker or hunter who makes up nearly 50% of those National Park cases, and they got a rifle, lasts about 10 hours, which usually isn't a life-threatening amount of time, although it's probably several hours longer than it takes to scare the bejesus out of them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I would be scared after how long? How long would you would it take for you to finally get kind of nervous, like, uh-oh? I, I can't say. I don't know. I enjoy being out in the woods. Lost? 
I don't often think of myself as lost, really? just in a different position. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We're never really lost. We're somewhere. We are somewhere. Yeah. We're somewhere. But I think for me, since you asked, <laughs> I would probably begin to panic in about 15 minutes. Because you don't recognize the surrounding? Absolutely. I would be terrified. Ah. If I'm lost on a highway or I, or if my gas tank is looking like, uh-oh, and I'm not near any gas station. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got a car? Yeah. And if you're I, worried about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I pass an exit and I missed I'm it, talking even about if I've got, even if I, I'm using my GPS, I'll begin to sweat, and I'm not a sweater, but I will. I'll start. She's to sweat. got a car, and I she doesn't. Know. She's on the road already. All right. Like somebody's gonna pass her sometime. I know. Isn't that nuts? That it. That is. I begin to panic, and I don't panic wow. like that in any, really, any other situation i can that, that one especially if my ga- if i look down and my lights on and my gas tank uh-huh and i'm on the road uh-huh. the highway and I, i'd stop i panic yeah yeah yep, panic okay i did that on purpose with a friend once though you we, just to we, scare we got her? ourselves no we just got ourselves lost so we could find where we were we, we did it on purpose that was pre-gps no yeah, oh yeah yeah did you have a map no did you find your way out? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but no. we were in a car. We were. So it was, yeah. But what about... It's because I had someone with me, I think. If, well, if I hadn't had someone with me, I probably would have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is easier when somebody's, someone's with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. support. Someone you like. Even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motherboard. Uh-huh. The study also concluded that 42, this is the an addition to the HTML. This is part of that. It's the same study. Uh-huh. The study also concluded that 42% of people love their, pa- uh, uh, oh, oh, wait a second. What happened to this? No, this is the wrong title. Well, let me go on with this one. So forget the motherboard part. <laughs> so this is this is a study that they did that that concluded that 42% of people love their pets. This one's about pets. Only 42%? But do they value their animals more than human life? Apparently, many do. The study found 40% of subjects would save their dog from a burning building over a stranger. <gasps> Other scenarios included saving either their dog or someone else's dog. Couldn't you just open the door and the dog would run out on its own? I don't know. The dogs may be passed out. Oh, it's a fire. Okay. You know, maybe okay. it's a fire. All right. Uh, uh, so they would save the dog before the hometown stranger, a grandparent, a best friend, a cousin, or a sibling. The number of people who opted to save the dog over a person they didn't know or barely knew was overwhelmingly high. Is that insane? I don't think I would. Well, my birds, I might. It says 500 individuals and those who chose (sighs) to save their pet, 46% of them were women. (gasps) Almost half. 
The study shows that the relationship between humans and their animals is extremely strong and can be traced back to the birth of animal welfare societies in the 19th century. Should this hypothetical scenario ever occur, dogs certainly have nothing to fear. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. There are a million different ways to get lost, but what's interesting is that when people get lost, particularly out in nature without a car, they will all act in the exact same ways. This is the discovery of psychology professor Kenneth Hill, who studies the psychology of being lost at St. Mary's University way up in Nova Scotia, Canada. Independent of race or gender or nationality. Nationality. Let's try that again. Nationality or outdoor experience or even age. When people get lost, they kind of lose their minds, but in predictable ways. They forget their training. If they had any, they forget what they were taught by parents and teachers. Some forget themselves entirely and just kind of go <gasps> berserk. And they engage in some combination of the same eight behaviors, kind of like robots that have been programmed with outdated guidance software that's chock full of bugs. Now, these are those behaviors. Random traveling, and we'll take them one by one. Random traveling, direction traveling, direction sampling, backtracking, route traveling, route sampling, view enhancing, and staying put. Mm-hmm. I would stay put. Okay. Because I would hope that whoever's looking for me would have an idea of where I got lost. It, well, I don't know. It really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really. Yeah. You know, I used to tell my kids, if, you, if, uh, if we're in the store and you can't find me, sit down. Just sit down. That's because a good I'll idea. find yeah. you. Just sit down. Yeah. It's <laughs> not so like I'm talking to a dog. Sit down, sit down. Sit, sit. Um, yeah, just sit. So I think I would sit down. I would scream. I would yell out. I wouldn't scream. Um, wouldn't you yell for how? I hey, would have yelled, I'm not here. scream. Well, isn't, okay, well. Well, <laughs> scream, yeah, I, yeah. I would yell. And then I would be into panic because I think I would get eaten by an animal. That's what I would be afraid of. If you were in a store with your children? <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> I think I missed something. <laughs> I got. I went back into the woods. <laughs> I don't okay. know how I got lost. Okay. I just kind of went off. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so you want to hear about the motherboard? Sure. So people believe that a motherboard was actually, actually the deck of a cruise ship. Uh, 27% believe that a gigabyte was a type of South American insect. <laughs> oh, thank goodness it's not. That would be one a huge insect. A-team thought that a uh, blue ray, have any guesses? A blue ray. Fish? Mm-hmm. Very good. Really? A marine animal. Yeah. Are you part of the 18%? No. <laughs> and 12% thought that USB was an acronym for a European country. The results of this survey were so alarming that a few media outlets thought the quiz was a publicity stunt. Uh -huh. However, the company that crafted the poll 
insists that it was not fabricated. <sighs> Got to have some <laughs> of the people that responded come forward and prove it. Okay. We have to also n- wonder what the ages of the people. That, I'm thinking were. older. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really thinking older. It, ha- it would be such a funny television game show, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, they have the like the Jay, the Jay Leno. He goes on the street and he asks these oh, questions. Yes, Who's yes. the president? Yes. All that kind of thing, and yes. they go, um, yes, yes, that kind of yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. I think it's hysterical. Yes, it's kind of sad. It, it is. Random traveling. Lost person behavior seems to start here, and it works just the way it sounds. You move around in all sorts of random directions, hoping to find your way out. The irony is that it's usually unconscious random traveling that gets you lost in the first place, which then triggers even more random traveling that gets you even more lost. Mm -hmm. It's a highly emotional arousal once they realize they don't know where they are, and so they start following the path of least resistance. With no apparent purpose other than to find something or someone or some place that looks familiar. Mm-hmm. This is a very calm Canadian way of saying mm. that when people realize they're lost, they totally freak out and run around like a chicken on mushrooms <laughs> with his head cut off. <laughs> Eventually, though, the adrenaline dump subsides and the poor lost person starts to behave with a little more purpose and deliberation. They focus on traveling specific routes and directions instead of letting the panic of having no idea where they are guide them like the world's worst divining rod. Wouldn't it be just horrible to be lost and decide to go in a direction and find out later, and and then you say you walk for hours, Mm -hmm. and find out later had you gone left instead of right, (laughs) in five minutes you would be in the city. <laughs> see, see, now, I wouldn't have gone left or right. I would go up or down, find me a tree I could scale and look out. And look, go up and look. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't gotten to that part yet. I don't know if it's yeah. in here. What if you were somewhere, though, where there were all pine trees and you couldn't climb them because there were no branches low to the ground? Or maybe you're somewhere where there's only palm trees. I have palm, palm trees. Now, you got me doing it. I have pine trees that reach the ground. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, there are different kinds. Let's move on to palm trees. Okay. What if you're lost <laughs> on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> We're getting lost here anyway. <laughs> hey, the sun goes around the earth, you know. <laughs> Does it now? So it's a survey conducted in 2012 asked 2,200 participants. Does the earth go around the sun, or does the sun go around the earth? The results Come were, on, ra- were grade rather... school. <laughs> we learned this in grade school. <laughs> the results were rather horrifying. As long it as you don't go through the sun. That this is... <laughs> we, 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 we wouldn't know. It would be <sighs> over. This, it seems that 26% of those surveys answered incorrectly. The survey also recorded that a mere 39% of respondents believe... In the Big Bang, and less than half believe that humans evolved from earlier species of animals. They got to read the book by Asimov called Last Question. I never heard of that. It's 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 mind blowing. A whole bunch of questions. No 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 no. The last. The last question. question. It's 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 so good. Oh gosh, scary, isn't it? Yeah. 
My gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm just looking <laughs> on to the next one that you're going to hate me about. Oh, dear. Route traveling. This is one of the first strategies that people employ after freaking out. They spot an animal trail or a dry stream bed or a ridge line or what they think is a path. Maybe somewhere in the distance and they follow it regardless of whether or not they know what direction it's going in. The hope is that eventually they'll stumble across something they recognize. The theory, we guess, is that if all roads lead to Rome and there are 1,000 roads to Mecca, at least one of these routes should lead to the trailhead where the car is parked. Except usually that's not the case. It doesn't work. To make matters worse, once the dead end route dead ends, they almost never try to backtrack. Instead, they either revert to random traveling, which we've already been through, especially if they're younger, or they just pick a direction and go. Be wandering and wandering and wandering. Mm-hmm. Buffalo can't climb trees. Buffalo can't climb trees, but they Bison can can't. jump, can't they? Not if you get up high enough, they won't get you. I can ride one, maybe. So get a buffalo? It, it come underneath the tree, and I'll just fall on its back. Yeah, you do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, we saw at, at the rodeo, they had a thing. It's called mutton busting. Mutton busting? Mutton busting. As in the sheep? Yes. Oh, They've got these little Oh, now sheep. this is the one you're going to tell me I don't want to hear. No. Oh, okay. They've got these little sheep and these kids that are like six years old, and they have helmets on, not the sheep, the kids. <laughs> and they, the kids get on the sheep and hug them, and then they let the sheep run just a little, a little it's a little fenced-in area. And the little kids have to hold on to their fur and wrap their legs around them and see how long they can stay on. Have you ever really, really (laughs) felt what sheep fur feels like? It's lanolin-y, but it's not as soft as you'd think, huh? No, it's Mm. it's not, no. And they put stickers and stuff in them and everything else, and it's not a comfy ride. What do you mean stickers? Well, the the sheep go through weeds and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, these sheep's... These sheep are like pets. They're not sheared, are they? They're not. They're brushed and they're beautiful. <laughs> and they're soft and they're fluffy. And I think maybe these maybe these kids, they, I mean, all these kids live on farm. I mean, not all of them. I don't know these people. But <laughs> a, a lot of these people, you know, live on ranches and farms and have animals and all. And it was just the, the cutest little thing. Little thing. Sounds, no, the sheep did not get cute. hurt, and the kids <laughs> only had to fall like eight inches. So, so they and it was all soft. It was all this sawdust, soft, 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 sawdust. Yeah. So now, time for a break. Eighty-nine point seven <laughs> WTBR FM Pittsfield. Did you cut me off? <laughs> <laughs> are you on the staff or are you a volunteer for a Pittsfield nonprofit organization? Well, make sure to tell them PSA Days 2024 starts on March 14th. For three days, the PCTV and WTBR FM staff devote their skills and resources to create professional public service announcements for our communities, not communities nonprofits entirely free of charge to schedule your nonprofits hour block of production time email psa days at pittsfield.org or call 
1-800-242-4234. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from Park Square Productions. Park Square Productions provides high-quality video and audio productions for businesses and nonprofit organizations throughout the Berkshires. Find more information about Park Square Productions and what they can do for you at parksquareproductions.com. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. Waves around the world. Okay, all righty, let's play some tunes. Let's not say we did. <laughs> <laughs> This is Lynn and Pim, and together we are Stop. Stop. Welcome to the second half of our show. You have true or false. Galapagos tortoises can go up to a year without water or food. Pizza was invented in Rome, Italy. There are 359 muscles in the human body. Two or false, one is true. Two, one is true and two are false. All right. Well, we will give you the answer at the end of our show. And I just have to say this. The song, The Sound of Silence, uh-huh. Simon and Garfunkel. I love it. Yeah. Was covered, and it was actually years ago, and I had never heard it. It was covered by a heavy metal band called Disturbed. Darling, I know that. It's oh. one of my favorite songs. Oh, my goodness. You've heard that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it's wonderful. Goodness. It's insanely good. Yeah. Oh, my. Everybody else has tried to copy them and do it, and it just doesn't work. They absolutely have. I was trying to download the song, and I actually heard this one person doing it, and I thought, well, he sounds like the guy, but not really. And he, this other person had covered it like them. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do it like him. Nobody. Nobody. I I. I this was unbelievable. It gives you shivers. It gives really you shivers. Does. So if if any of you are like me and have been living under a rock <laughs> since 2017, which I think is when this was recorded, it was 2014, it was a couple maybe? of years ago. It, it's, it's disturbed, right? Is the heavy disturbed. metal? Yep. And it's the sound of silence. And let me tell you, even thinking about it, I, I just get I get worked up. I get so I want to listen to it again. Absolutely. And you know what? And you want to watch it. And I think the best one to watch is when they were on the Jay Leno show. And, All uh, the they lights were, were down. They were live. But to, to that was probably the best one. But they also have a video that's a little dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets really, I mean, they have a close-up of his face. And he's... He's like this heavy metal guy. He's got two rings in his lips and chin. They're huge. Mm-hmm. And you'd never expect Sound of Silence could sound so passionate. Oh, it's, it's, you, oh. Yeah, so, so yeah. any of you out there that really want a, a moving experience listening to a song, look this up. It's Disturbed, and the song is Sound of Silence. I mean, Simon and Garfunkel must pay tribute to these guys. I don't know how they couldn't. Because they transformed the song. It's not like a rock song. No. They make it more like 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 a psalm or something. I mean, it passionate. Just, it's passionate. Uh, it, mm. And and I look, they have nine million three hundred and fifty 
for they've got just amazing views mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to and the every there's there's a live one at a concert there's Jay Leno there's reco- recorded in the studio which I don't like that as well because it just doesn't doesn't hit you the same just way just doesn't get up over that mark with the emotion yep but if you look at them they just 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 millions and millions of views on this song and this has to do with Nothing. You just <laughs> thought you'd drop it in there. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I just, just heard this last night on the way home from the airport. Oh, I, I'm, oh, okay. I, oh, no, actually, I was I had seen it on YouTube the day before. Uh-huh. And never have seen it. Oh. And then I listened to another couple of their songs for like three seconds. Oh, don't listen to the rest <laughs> of them. No, they're <laughs> nothing like that. No, no, they are no, very heavy no, metal. No, no, All right. So you want me to blow your mind? Carefully, vegetarians lie about eating meat. <coughs> Not this one. Not you. I know. I know that. <laughs> Not you. But this poll they took in 2002. Yeah. Asked over 10,000 people about the vegetarianism, and the poll showed that around six percent of Americans identify as vegetarians. That's However, all? yeah. When asked what the supposed vegetarians had consumed in the last 24 hours, 60 percent said that they ate. Poultry, red meat, or fish. <gasps> Wait a minute. Well, you weren't in the you weren't in the the, the poll. Why would they do that? It says at the time of the poll, many books and diet plans were catering to the vegetarian craze. However, between 1994 and 2009, the Vegetarian Resource Group found that between 97 percent and 99 percent of strict vegetarians, strict vegetarians, yeah. was below 0.1 percent. <gasps> Oh That's God. shocking. But remember, yeah. this was um, in 2005. Wow. Right? This that, was in that does blow my mind. 2005. Um, Last yeah. time I had something meaty was probably back about seven or eight years ago when my husband was in the hospital and a woman made me eat noodle soup. With chicken in it? Uh-huh. Pieces of chicken or just broth? Because I hadn't eaten all day and I was worried. And it had chicken in it or just chicken broth? I don't. I don't even remember that. But Did it was about at least seven, eight years ago. Okay. Well, that's that's not like you're lying about being a vegetarian. But, you know, you, when you tell people that you're a vegetarian, they look at you like you're from outer space or they make fun of you. or really? They give you a plate full of flowers and say, happy meal. And, and you know, it's, it's why would anybody admit that they were a vegetarian if, People treat you like that. Well, I wonder if the questions were, as a vegetarian in the last five years, have you eaten meat? No. No, I mean, that might have been the questions. And then they'd say, well, like you, uh, well, one time I had this. And then that goes into the survey as a yes. You know what I mean? Maybe. I don't think it's so much that, well, let's see what it says. That's disturbing. Three. Disturbing. Uh, 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 let's see. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> yeah, good song. So it does say here that 84% of the vegetarians in this group denounced their lifestyle and became full-blown meat eaters. And they asked why they had turned on their their beliefs and almost half said it was difficult to be a pure vegetarian. I don't maybe, find it hard. Maybe because of what you said. Like, I'd never... Oh, about the way people treat you? Yeah, I don't think anything different about a vegetarian. I wouldn't... People laugh at vegetarians and vegans, especially vegans. Yeah, that surprises me because I think that that's such a healthy way to eat. It is. 
I think so. Yeah. Oh, and you can get fat on it too. On vegetables? On on ve- vegetarian food. Yes, you can because a lot of it's processed. Uh-huh. Unless you just eat fruits and vegetables, but then you don't get enough protein. Then you don't get enough taste. That's true. When we were in Texas, I don't think there's any vegetarians there. No, no, <laughs> no I don't think so. No, 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 no. Well, maybe there are, but I didn't meet any. Get it? Meet any? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Yes, dear. Direction traveling. According to Dr. Hill, picking a cardinal direction and heading that way is a really bad strategy. That's unfortunate because this is the one that often gets employed by overconfident outdoor enthusiasts and takes them from really lost to totally lost in a very short time. Because travel is no longer about hooking up to a trail or identifying landmarks, but simply going in whatever direction the lost person has chosen. And under normal circumstances, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense under lost circumstances either. There are even stories of hunters and hikers ignoring trails and roads, crossing power lines, highways, and even backyards because they're convinced those landmarks, which generally point in the direction of civilization, are going the wrong way. I'd be really happy if I was in someone's backyard. That would mean that there's a house there mm-hmm. with people in it and a telephone. <laughs> it's kind of weird how you react, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bacon over sex. I can't have either one. Uh- <laughs> What do we do with that? (laughs) You just move on. Canada (laughs) does have some delicious bacon, but is it really better than sex? Many Canadians say yes. Oh, my gosh. In 2012, a company asked participants whether they would rather have (laughs) bacon or or (laughs) (laughs) sex. The average average came out to 43% of people choosing bacon. (laughs) <laughs> they got to be really old and decrepit. The study, <laughs> the study found that eighty-two percent, eighty-two percent, opted for bacon, and they said that they considered themselves to be good lovers, but they'd rather have the bacon. That's odd. Furthermore, eighty-one percent of bacon choosers said that they consider themselves even romantics. So they're, they're, here, here's one little piece more. Region played a part in the bacon sex survey as well. It was found that Canadians in British Columbia are more in love with bacon than their counterparts in Quebec. In B.C., not, not B.C., not before Christ, B.C., British Columbia. Oh, okay. <laughs> 50% choose bacon compared to 37% who choose bacon in Quebec. Even, I'd pick sex over even fake bacon. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Do you like fake bacon? Yeah. It tastes pretty good. It's a little salty, but it's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
backtracking, as you might expect, going back the way you came can be a pretty successful strategy once you realize you've lost your way. This is true. Whether you're lost in the woods or a city or a mall or a park, it's not so good at sea. You can't really say, well, when we turned left at that one wave, remember? The problem with backtracking is that it takes patience and constant awareness of your surroundings, and those are often the first two things that fly right out the window when someone realizes that they're lost. It also doesn't help that many lost people seem disinclined to backtrack. Either they think they don't need to because their destination is just around the corner. Spoiler alert, it isn't. Or they don't want to because going back would be an admission of failure or would be like walking right back to square one of being lost and if a lot of these tendencies sound like traditionally male behavior you're not mistaken (laughs) (laughs) yeah the one that made me think that was going back makes you seem like you're a failure that's why guys don't ask for directions no what is (laughs) hey guys hey hey guy Guys, what's our friend's name? Uh, Clint? Uh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which friend? We got lots of the guy, friends. The guy, the guy. Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. What's the deal? Do you ask for directions? And, and girls out there, Patty, Maria, uh, Marie, do you guys ask for directions? So I know Patty and Marie would probably ask for directions. I do ask, but the problem is I don't ask for north or south or east or west. I no. say, give me the tree that's over there by the house yes. with, the, with the funny fence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, you can email us. At stuffingforus at gmail.com. And let us know. Do you ask for directions? interesting to know who does panhandlers oh i don't like them wealthy panhandlers this is in oregon Mm -hmm. this is in oregon and 2008 police officers working in coos bay which is a oregon a town began to notice quite a few panhandlers outside of a local walmart they did a bit of investigating and found that some individuals asking for money were bringing in more than three hundred dollars per day That same year, a reporter from the Oregon Mail Tribune wrote a piece on a couple who described themselves as affluent beggars and said that they earn anywhere from $300 to $800 in a single day. The couple was also receiving $500 a month in food stamps. And they don't pay taxes on this. In Oregon, panhandling is legal as long as no privacy or traffic laws are being broken in the process, making it popular for people in need. In 2013, an Oregonian, 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 whatever they are, yeah, uh, man decided to quit his minimum wage job and try panhandling. He found that on average he made $2 more an hour than he did at his previous job, and it's tax-free. After two weeks of working as a professional panhandler, the man had raked in about $900 tax-free. Dang, I missed my calling. No, that's horrible. That is uh, so, so horrible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I I figured maybe some people would do it just, just, I don't know, for a couple of bucks or whatever, but I didn't think he made a career of it. You know, it tells me there's a lot of... Bad uh, people. um, there's a lot of compassionate people giving out that much money. Yep. 
that keep caring people that really care and and uh, wow. don't understand that it's um, it could be a business. Mm. Man. But um, that, yeah. that really gets over. Yeah. Mm. Already. View enhancing the process of ascending to higher ground to get a better look at the surrounding area definitely qualifies of one Dr. Hill's so-called presumably patented purposeful behaviors. That's the one I was ding, talking ding, about ding, before, ding, climbing ding, your ding. tree. Mm -hmm. It's a method for getting your bearings that is favored both by experienced outdoors people and fictional systems analysts, analysts marooned on deserted, deserted islands. I'm losing the process of speech. <laughs> After the Federal <laughs> Express plane that they're flying in crashes into the South Pacific. I don't know where this is going with that. As a matter of fact, on Tom Hanks' very first day on the island in Castaway, he climbs up to the island's highest point to get a better look around. Eventually, Andrew Gaskell did the same thing. Unfortunately, what both guys discovered was just how lost and alone they were. Castaway. Uh-huh. I did not see that. Such a good movie. Do you get Netflix? Yep. Castaway. Okay. Excellent movie. I've probably seen it 10 times. Wow. Yeah, and I love Tom Hanks. Although I just watched a movie on the plane called The Circle with Tom Hanks, and I didn't like it. So there we go. Because <laughs> a Tom Hanks movie I didn't like. It's a weird movie. Ended weird. It was weird. Okay. And the ending was one of those endings where you go, huh? Not, not an ending where you say, oh, my goodness, or wow. It's like, huh? Okay. Yeah. Telemarketers. So I'm off on another subject. All right. What do you do? What do you do? Don't immediately hang up. Now, this article was written by a, 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 an ex-telemarketer. Mm-hmm. Don't hang up. If you do, it will mark your lead as no answer, the same status as if you had never picked up the phone in the first place. Then I will call you back until I have a conversation with you. And if you hang up mid-conversation without an explanation, I will most likely call you back and claim that you got disconnected. If you hear these four words, hang up. And the words are, can you hear me? Oh, don't say yes. Don't say yes. Because the yes unlocks a whole plethora of ways they can use the recording of you saying yes to do lots of stuff, like change or authorize your remote uh, uh, passwords, passwords uh, orders. They can order things, uh, authorize payments. Um, can you hear me when a victim answers the call? The phrase is designed to trick the victim into responding yes, while the person or computer on the other end is recording. Well, see, that would never happen with me because I would always say no. Yeah. Because I can't hear very no. well. <laughs> so my first answer, my first answer would be no, no, I can't, and you'd be truthful. From there, the scammer can use the recording to access important online accounts, make purchases, commit fraud like identity theft, and all they have to do is play the recording of your voice saying yes when asked to authorize a login or agree to. Purchase because it knows your voice. Wow. I tell you, AI is... Um, I love the people who, who take the scammers on and, and make them... Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Is there's, that there's, there's, I saw a police woman do it once. Yeah. And it was just hysterical. Is it, it's, it's, there's a girl, a young girl, 
who can do all these different voices. And she is working in a call center uh-huh. with other people that are doing the same thing. Yeah. And what happens is the call center gurus connect her with a call. Either it's a call back. You uh-huh. know how they'll say, you know, call us because we need to fix you or whatever. Or it's a thing on the computer that says, you know, something's wrong with your computer. You need to call. And she gets a message and she'll, she'll do the call back. And she'll so do... So she's not a scammer herself. No, she scams the scammers. Okay. And she does voices. She does a little old lady. She does a young girl. She does like a valley girl, like, you know, it's like kind of, kind of sarcastic. Mm-hmm. She does a little girl, which when she does a little girl, each time she did a little girl, the, the video that I saw, um, they, they tell her to, to hang up. They know it's a little girl. Whoa. And um, it's very interesting the things that happen when she pretends that she's little or older and doesn't understand. Like they'll say, type in www. And she goes, all right. D O U B L E W. No, they go, no, 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 no. And she go, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's D O. And they go, no, 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 no. Three W's. Oh, all right. T H R E E. Yeah, she's re- she's really good. That's that's funny. All right. That's so, so, funny. So that's that's uh, some advice about that. I'm going to continue on the next program with the one that I'd started out today because we, we're running out of time. Okay. Are we done? Almost. All right. But, but you can do another one. Oh, you're going to save what you have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Don't engage me in any way. Interaction gives me the false hope that you may just need some convincing to buy my product. Don't ask any questions. Don't try to explain why you're not interested in the product. Do not show empathy. Do not show compassion or any other human characteristic. Stay cool. Anger won't help you. Remember, the computer chose your lead. I didn't, the Mm -hmm. telemarketer. Mm -hmm. If you scream at me because you've gotten called before, it's likely I'll just put you back into the lead pool to torture you. If you think I'm being rude, you can ask to speak to a manager. Despite what I might say, every business has a supervisor in the call room. And you can also... Give spam calls the brush off. It says it's tempting to pick up the phone and yell, don't call me again. But the best way to do it is just don't answer the call. That or block it. Um, Yes. So you can block. Very good. You can block it by signing up for the National Do Not Call Registry or on your phone. You can use spam filtering apps. Mm -hmm. There's an app called Mr. Number. Mr. Number? Yep. There's one AT&T Call Protect. Mm. There's one called Verizon Call Filter. So these are uh, apps that will block spammers. You can also go to your uh, to your phone where you block calls yeah. if you've had calls, and you can go back into your into your previous calls. Yeah. And you can actually choose the numbers uh-huh. and block them from calling you again. But I don't believe that I've ever experienced where it's the same number each time. Right, because if even if you block them, they realize that you blocked them, so therefore you were there, and so you, they just try a different number. And if you block a number, they they it's it's yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
yes, what you said. (laughs) (laughs) And what's really hard is sometimes the number will be 413-822-8000. And you think, oh, it's somebody local. I'm a realtor. I think, oh, it might be a a person who's looking for a home. See, that's the difference. You would have to answer the phone because you think it might be connected to your career. Yeah. Whereas I just say, if you don't, leave me a message. So I will not answer the phone. And if it is someone who needs me, they will leave me a message. That's good. And if they don't leave me a message, they they didn't want, no, no. You know, they could. I ignore him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that is. Cool. In in attempting to pick up the phone and yell in frustration, don't call me again. We did that. Don't answer the call. According to experts, the robocallers will view the number as inactive and put you right back in the queue. Um, and by the way, you should never call back an unknown number. Exactly. Doing so makes you vulnerable to future scams. So those apps are Mr. Number, and it's 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 uh, the App Store and Google Play. Okay. Uh huh. AT and T Call Protect, and that is also the in the App Store on the Apple phone and in Google Play. Verizon Call Filter identifies likely scam calls. And that's a Verizon service. So um, I think anything that we can do to try to curb it, because I know the do not call list, I, 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 I don't work. think it works. It does not work. Um, but it's, it's very, very frustrating. And I have to admit, I have talked to them. Well, what makes me really, really mad is when I block somebody and they, they call back and, and everything. And I... Just lost my train of thought. Oh, that's okay. I'll find it. <laughs> I hope so because it because was good. It's because you were oh, talking you about on, there. It is. Yes, you go online <laughs> to say you type in the number online to see if anybody else has called it or gotten calls from them. Yes, as spam, and they make you pay yes. to find out who they are. That's that's oh, that should be illegal. Yeah. It's kind of like trying to look up someone's phone number. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, have to pay mm-hmm. to get their phone number and their address. Mm-hmm. Wait, my voice went really, really high. <laughs> I know, it was really getty. <laughs> but how about Galapagos right. tortoises? Yes. Can go up to a year without water or food. Pizza was invented in Rome, Italy. There are 359 muscles in the human body. I don't think pizza was invented in Italy. I think it was invented in Greece. Okay. So that's the one I think is false. Well, there's and two I think faults. the other one that's false mm-hmm. is, I think the turtle one I think is true. Okay. And the other two I think are false. You're actually right, but for the wrong reasons. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Pizza was invented in Naples, Naples Italy. Naples, Italy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was there. Right? There are more than 600 muscles in the human body. Okay. And and, and if, even if you said 359, you'd be right because... 359 is part of 600, so you would still been, see, this guy oh, got really, really weird, and there's my husband, what is weird. he doing in here? Oh, he's coming in. He's coming in. He never comes in. Oh, he's got to be here tomorrow because he's doing another show. He's doing a show? Yeah, it's for the Lions. Your husband's doing a show for the Lions? Mm-hmm. Do you want to plug it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty, It's a then. TV show. It's not a radio um, show. Naples. So I went to Naples, and... And it, the pizza's really good, and it's really good. And but they don't they don't cut it. They bring it to your table, and it's not cut. And I got a pizza that was a basil, uh-huh. and I only had 
three pieces, three leaves of basil on my baked pizza. Wow. But it was delicious. It was delicious pizza. And that's what I have to say about that. And that's that. So, so stay tuned and see you next week. And thank you for listening.